What's up, girls? Welcome back to another episode of Call Her Holy. I'm Laura Eldridge, and we back in the studio with my girl, Kat Reagan. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. If y'all caught our episode last week, we left you on a cliffhanger <laughs> to lead us in to some hot topics, some hot takes. Mm-hmm. So what happened is Kat connected with some girls at the porch who are leaders and just said, like, what are some kind of hot takes, some hot topics in the dating world? Things that you see with girls, things that you see with guys that we can just kind of throw out without bashing the guys. Just let's mm-hmm. just let's just throw them out and talk about them. Like, what are what are some pain points for y'all? <laughs> yep. And I want to I want to tee this up to just give the reminder that. I think that we can be honest about what our frustrations are here. That's good. And also not dishonor guys or girls and to just be like, Hey, this is real life. This is like the frustrations that we really have and that we hear about that we talk about as roommates at home. Um, That's good. But still like we bring it up and we talk about it because um, I think it's just a good reminder that things are always going to be done poorly or not the way that you think it's best. At the end of the day, it's like, how do you release those things and say, you know what? God's in control of this, regardless of this not painting out the way that I wish it would. Yeah. And some of the things we're talking about are like, okay, when you feel screwed over by a guy or when you feel like, okay, he didn't do the right things or he's not choosing the right type of girls, we're going to get into some of those other details. Mm-hmm. But one thing on that point, Kat, cause that's really good. One thing that's really helped me is really, remembering that they're on a journey too Mm -hmm. and guys have a lot of pressure and they're getting all this info from different angles and being told do this right do this well (laughs) if they're you know in a circle of guys who are calling them higher and it's a good thing but also remember that they're on a journey as well they're trying to figure it out too and some of their mistakes they might be making on you and it's really unfortunate but god's mm-hmm. got you in that yep and pray for them to grow as well so that's kind of a little caveat i'm sure that'll come up again later it's a caveat and also we're going to talk about the girls side too because doing ministry with all young adults both guys and girls i see it from both sides like yeah. i see the girls you know doing some crazy things out there too so <laughs> the this is not listen, I was this is not just about the boys oh my gosh oh we were both <laughs> listen let me just tell you kat and i were both doing it and nicoletta would tell you the same thing um so we ended the last episode talking about guys going after girls who have had work done and if you're a girl who you know, um, has intentionally like chosen, I'm going to steward my finances differently, or I fall in a different place when, when it comes to conviction of like, this is Mm -hmm. what I feel comfortable with of, you know, I want to honor the lips God gave me or whatever. (laughs) If y'all listened to our Botox episode, you know, I've always wanted a lip job. So (laughs) there's that. Um, so it's not throwing those girls under the bus. It's just saying like, what about the girls who have made a different decision? And then you feel like, okay, now the guys are going after that look. One of the things that you said, Kat, that the girls kind of talked about, some of the porch girls talked about is like the natural look. Mm -hmm. You know, guys are like, oh yeah, I like the like no makeup natural look. Well, it's like, okay, yeah, she looks great without makeup because she did Accutane. Like Mm -hmm. her skin is flawless. I mean, I did Accutane, so there's that. (laughs) She did Accutane. She's, you know, has fake eyelashes. She's got lip plumpers, cheek plumpers. She's gotten Botox and, you know, got her hair permanently straightened. So yeah, she looks 
She looks flawless. I'm glad you think, I'm glad you like the natural look and the rest of us looking busted yeah. when we wake up. I love that you say that because I think sometimes guys can be like, oh, I think she looks natural because she's not wearing like, you know, a pound of foundation. But it's because she doesn't need to. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have to wear the foundation. She doesn't have to do all the makeup because, you know, she probably has perfect teeth, perfect lips. She has the filler under the eyes. It's like, you don't need to cover up the bags if you've already gotten permanently covered up. Yeah. So it's like, I think that sometimes guys think that they like the natural look and they think that they're seeing the natural look, but actually it's just someone who's got and a ton of work done and they look amazing yeah yeah and that's not i again gonna say that's it's not da- wrong and it's a dallas it's, thing too we've mm-hmm. talked about that i think it's just it is more saturated here or a so, big city thing yeah i think that everyone from the girl's perspective everyone has to like wrestle well uh through just like what decisions you make on that front but i think when it comes to like guys and dating i think that's where it can be frustrating or it can just be hard to watch because i feel like i have a live case study happening in front of me oh yeah with your own life you're like my own life yeah of course and um i celebrate the girls in my life who have like chosen to do different things yeah definitely but sometimes i see it happen so often that i'm like man it does seem like guys are going to consistently drift towards the girls who have that um, now American standard of beauty. Yeah. That feels unattainable to anyone who's not willing to get the work done or put the money in for that. And so you feel this discrepancy of like, man, if I want to have the same type of response from guys, or if I want to get asked out as frequently as these other girls do, I'm going to have to make up the difference somehow. Yeah. And got, like people might say, Oh no, you don't need to do that. Or that doesn't really, that doesn't really have an effect. I'm like, no, we can be honest here. Yeah, we let's can be, be honest. honest and say that it does have an effect and guys are extremely visual. And sometimes that does help people's case. I think what was really hurtful to me when I was single is like when people were like, oh, body image doesn't matter and just trust God and things like They'll that. They'll love you and for you. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, no, let's shoot it straight. And I remember one of my friends shooting me straight just saying like, okay, I'm going to tell you like it is. I'm going to tell you what the other girls aren't telling you. Guys are looking for the combination of hot and godly, like Mm -hmm. the highest combination that they can have. (laughs) You know what I mean? And they're weighing it out and they don't even know that they're doing it. Mm -hmm. And so that is not to say spend all of your energy and efforts being hot because we're going to kind of balance that right now. That is not what we're saying. That is not this message. And it might not be a godly thing that that's what they're looking for. So we're just kind of shooting that out. And Mm -hmm. there are oh we just need to encourage y'all. i'm just telling y'all what was discouraging for me yeah. and defeating for me because you hear this message in the christian world that is also like you know just be you don't focus too much on that and i kind of swung the pendulum to the other direction and didn't really focus on it at all which also wasn't helpful because mm-hmm. it's like guys guys also want to see that you're taking care of yourself but you're not doing it for them you're doing it for god and blah blah blah, blah. i'm just saying what was discouraging for yep. me so on this on this point, like another example is this, where they look at a girl and like a girl and it's like, okay, she has an eating disorder. You know what I mean? I happen to know that she eats 400 calories a day and you are obsessed with the way that she looks, but she's not healthy. You mm. know what I mean? And that's not God honoring. And I, that's probably triggering to some people right now because it's painful. I think what we want to do is address the pain points or maybe that's you honestly. Maybe it's like okay, guys used to pay more attention to me when I was binging and throwing up mm-hmm. or when I I was in the gym 3 times a day and obsessing over my looks, over my character. So what do I do now that I feel left behind or forgotten or looked over that I'm actually loving God more and I'm actually being more healthy in this area. Let, mm-hmm. Let's kind of talk about that. 
Yeah, I mean, just a, just a casual topic to yeah, throw just, at you to start. Like, <laughs> light, just a very, light very combo. Light. No, uh, the, I think it's so real. Like we are gonna feel the weight of wanting to look a certain way and some of us are going to be more willing to sacrifice and like go the extra mile to achieve these results one because we personally want to look a certain way because there might be a level of pride in the way that we want to look Mm. and then also just a level of like a desire like reaching for the affirmation of men yeah and both of those things are not healthy that's good and so this is not a black or white like you can do those things in a healthy way i think that you can strive to be healthy to work out um you can you know do certain things to like modify your body whether you get i got invisalign you know like there are certain things that you can do in a healthy mindset and um, and it's like showing your dignity that you care about yourself. You take pride in your appearance and not yes. not in an unhealthy way. But you know what's not healthy? Tell it's us. not healthy for me to say, hey, um, I think if I got a nose job, I actually would probably already be married by now. Mm. Like that's not, that is one false. Yeah. <laughs> it's not true. It's easy to believe that. Oh, if I just had that type of plastic surgery done, then I would be at XYZ place yeah. in my life where I would get the attention or affirmation. And that's just not true. Yeah, that's good. So you have to be able to, that's why a lot of this, since it's not black and white, it requires you to be walking in the spirit of God. God's spirit is one who gives you discernment on what is true and what is not. Yeah. And so for these gray areas, it's like you have to allow God's spirit to speak to you and say, where's your radar? Your heart motives are always more important than anything you'll ever do tactically. Yeah. It's like, what is your motivation in doing this? Is your motivation to... um to feel better about yourself, to honor God with your body, to be active and healthy and be able to do fun things. Great. If your motivation is to keep up with, you know, Ashley down the street. Yeah. (laughs) Jenny on the block. (laughs) Jenny on the block. Then, then that's some, that's something that you need to like work through. Yeah. Before you ever decide to get anything done. Yeah. That's really good. Or or honestly, I think we want to win. You know what I mean? Like we want to be better. Competitive. We want, we are so competitive and it's ungodly and I am so competitive in nature. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? That's something that God has had to rip out of me. And it's, there's a, there's a fun way to have competition when it comes to we're playing tennis. You know what I mean? That's, that's different than the smack talk of like, you're going down and the like, I am going to be hotter than you if it's the last thing I do. I, yep. I'm going to get the guy that you like if it's the last thing I do. That's vindictive and mean. And we are so competitive in nature. I'm going to say something on this topic of the guy being attracted to that girl who has had something done or who has lost the weight and you feeling like if I just did X, then I would be more attractive and guys would pay me more attention. I'm going to say something to that girl. It isn't usually so much the actual work that they've had done. It isn't usually so much the weight that they've lost. It's the way that they carry themselves. Mm-hmm. And it might be because they're placing their confidence in the wrong thing. But they're showing confidence. They're portraying confidence. They're mm-hmm. portraying, I feel good about who I am in my skin. And that is wildly attractive to guys. Yep. That's when a, a girl, really good point. When a girl carries herself like, I'm beautiful and I'm worth it. And my God says, you know, this is who I am. It's freaking beautiful. And um, some of that confidence can be arrogance. And so it's like, hey, if you're confident because you got a nose job, that might be pride. So here's what I'm getting at. You can have that too without getting that stuff. Mm-hmm. You can, to the girl who is defeated and discouraged, like I'm not going to go get plastic surgery. I'm not going to go lose 
um, 25 pounds. I'm not going to, I don't know, whatever it is. I'm not going to wear fake contacts. I don't know. That's not even a thing anymore. (laughs) But to the girl who isn't doing those things and feels discouraged and defeated, you need to know the way that you carry yourself can make you more or less attractive. Yep. Um, People always think I'm taller than I am. It's it's funny because I'm like I'm clearly short. Like I'm five. <laughs> you are short. I'm five two. You know what I mean. <laughs> but when people see me, they're like, "Wait, you're five two? Like, because I carry myself. Like, mm-hmm. I know who I am. You know yep. what I mean. And there was a time where I didn't, where I struggled with that, where I was like, "What am I supposed to be doing? Why aren't guys loving me? Like, why aren't they choosing me? I'm doing all the right things." And the more I fed myself that narrative, the smaller and smaller I got. And the more I got in my head and the less free I was and the less attractive I was because I wasn't walking in my worth. Mm -hmm. I wasn't walking like this girl who knows who she is and who knows who her God is and Mm -hmm. says, I'm valuable. And guess what? You would be lucky to have me as your wife, not because I'm anything great, because I know the one who is great. Mm -hmm. And I'm committed to coming humbly and saying, I want to serve you. I want to care for you. I want to love you. And guess what? I'm never going to love you more than I love God. And when I do, I'm going to repent of that. And so Mm -hmm. there is something so beautiful that is available to every single one of you guys every single one of y'all listening that is walking with your head held high, not because you think you look better than everyone else, walking with your head held high because you know who your God is, because you know what you're worth, and you know that you would be a valuable wife to somebody one day because you're walking with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's facts. (laughs) <laughs> so true and I've heard that feedback from a lot of guys too of like confidence is really attractive yeah and not necessarily like a fake confidence you don't have to like project something totally. that you're not totally. but there is a difference between you just like shying away and kind of sitting in your insecurities yes versus saying no I have something valuable to offer this group that I'm in right now that's good because God has given me gifts he's given me a voice he's given me talents like there is like God has me here for a reason yeah and so I'm gonna be excited about whatever it is that he is going to use me to do. And it doesn't have to look like everyone else. Yeah, no. You know? And and sometimes it might be like, hey, what I think might be attracted to that guy might not actually be attracted to that guy. So it's like, mm-hmm. why are you trying to be somebody else? Like, why are you trying to win against someone else? Just be. Just be, you know? Yep. So if I had to put a bow tie on it, I think that we can all acknowledge, like when it comes to like the Botox example yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever whatever modifications you've done to your body, I think we can acknowledge that yes, that does that does initiate a different kind of response in guys. Yeah. Like we don't have to dismiss that and act like it's not true. Yeah. We can say, hey, that is true. But also for the girls who are not going to get that done or who are struggling through that, your confidence doesn't need to be defined by how many men are attracted to you. It's good. Or how many people are giving you attention? Like you technically don't need the attention of all those men. It's good. Like I said, you're going to end up with one husband. Yeah. You need you. <laughs> you all need all it takes is one guy to see you. You yeah. don't need the eyes of every man in the room. And so I think sometimes when we crave that more than we are trying to operate in confidence for who God made us to be, then then you're going to be just fine. You can be in a room yeah. of girls who have gotten everything done, who looked perfect, and you don't have to be crippled by that. That's really good. Yeah, because I think we do that. I think we walk into a room and we assess where we where we line up mm-hmm. compared to everyone else. Like, where am I in terms of being pretty, being fun, being mm-hmm. funny, whatever it is, or being wanted? You know what I mean? Am I the girl in this circle? Am I 
the one that the guys want and it's just ungodly. But I love the thing that you keep saying about the one because <laughs> Sam Scott, who used to lead with me, yeah, I, love him. I remember him saying to me like, Laura, I'm sorry that these guys like haven't worked out, you know, for you. And I'm sorry that they haven't chosen you and it's not you. Cause I remember asking him like, what, mm-hmm. what am I doing wrong? Like, do I, what's the spinach in my teeth? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's the broccoli? What am I missing that these guys keep rejecting me? And I remember him just encouraging me. And then I also remember telling him like I'd gotten to a place of of wrestling and just be and just saying the same thing and it was really strengthening to me like I don't need all of them mm-hmm. I just need one and it turned out the one that I had you know the one that wanted me the mm-hmm. one that God had given eyes for me like wasn't in the picture yet mm-hmm. and he's the one that I'm so glad that other other guys didn't work out for yep it's just it's something really good to evaluate in your own personal life good like as far as practical takeaways for this yeah it's take a self-evaluation like when you walk into a room like what are your thoughts towards all the other girls what are your thoughts towards the guys are you are you manipulating conversations hoping that people are going to you know say certain things to you do you leave do you leave a room or a party feeling discouraged because you didn't get xyz attention yeah and i think those are good indicators to be like hey checking my own motives yeah like, my heart's in the wrong spot yeah or What's, maybe you were fine maybe that maybe that wasn't the case for you and that's great like praise god for that but i do think that there is a practical way for us to be like all right like are we being affected by this and how can i continue to operate out of confidence and find freedom from what attention or reactions i'm getting or not getting yeah that's really good here's a here's a goal um, and the goal isn't to be attractive. It's just a byproduct of it. Like you become more attractive when you're like this. Humility looks good on everyone. When you're mm-hmm. the girl who walks into a room, instead of saying, here's how I can get more attention, looking and saying, who here can I lift up? How can I lift someone else up? That mm-hmm. is, that is attractive, you know, and godly men are looking for godly women. They're looking for godly characteristics. And so, like, I don't know. Stop trying to catch these guys with the wrong bait, you know? (laughs) Sub sub humility for the Botox. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I love it. Uh, Again, no offense if you have it. No, Um, not at all. Not at all. Okay, so what are some other hot takes and and just, like, All right, another hot take. We've talked about this so many times with my girlfriends and with girls from the porch. But it's the reality that this isn't specific to guys, but from a girl's perspective, we can say this, that a a lot of times we can see guys filling um, this void of dating with having all of these extra girl friendships where they're receiving the validation they want, the attention they want. They have girls over like every other night and you're basically getting what you would want out of a dating relationship, but with a lot of friendationships. Dude, this one is going to fire me <laughs> up. This is going to fire me up because it's what I did in college. I was literally this girl in college. I was filling all these guys' emotional needs mm-hmm. without the commitment. And and it's just like, oof, it's so bad. So I think what's funny is like we think that it's harmless and we don't really see that we're doing it. And it's actually leading them further away from marriage because mm-hmm. like what if God intended that gap, the felt need in their life from emotional intimacy from a woman? What if God intended for that to be the thing that made them pursue a girl like you? Mm-hmm. But you know what? They don't feel that need. They don't feel that need because you're filling that need. 
without the commitment. Yeah, they don't need to find that in one person if they have 10 different girls who are willing to FaceTime him or willing to pop over to his house and have a movie. like this. And that's not to say that you can't have friendships. Like, don't mishear what I'm saying in the sense that, oh, you shouldn't be friends with guys. I have a ton of guy friends and I value that so much. It's, yeah. it's what makes life fun. Yeah. But we're talking like friendationships. Like, I'm saying that, like, you got this guy on speed dial and you're, you're being emotionally vulnerable with him, sharing, like, the difficult things in your life and you're having these connections that make you feel close to one another totally and so if a guy can feel that way with multiple people why would he have why would he want to get have to excommunicate all of those just for one yeah it's like we're not helping ourselves whenever we're giving guys what they should be finding in a dating exclusive relationship and and we're not helping them and I think the other thing, too, is sometimes it, it, we can justify it by saying they're only doing this with me mm-hmm. and I'm being patient with him. And OK, maybe there's some, you know, natural progression of a friendship that's moving toward a relationship. And I think that's a question that a lot of girls have of when do I like it feels like this friendship has shifted to something more. Yeah. So when do I kind of bring that up to him or whatever? And like, what do you say to that? Oh, that's sticky. I actually do have a girlfriend who that was the exact scenario. She was friends with this guy. She had just joined the porch. Yeah. And they were hanging out in friend groups. And I think just communication continued to increase. Yeah. Like more texting, more calling, more like, you know, just intertwining your life together. Yeah. At one point was just like hey i feel like this dynamic is changing now and that's a good way to say it yeah she like just called I could, it out. yeah i could be wrong but i feel like the dynamic is changing and if you want to like spend one-on-one time with me then you should just ask me out okay. or like we should we should actually like make this exclusive and then he actually did wait i freaking <laughs> love this i'm going to jump out of my she, chair she was a baller for doing that i do not think that every single girl is maybe has that personality to do that but she did specifically and he got i mean not called out but she was like hey if you want this from me it's gonna be like through a dating relationship i love her whoever she is <laughs> i'm like do that you know yeah. what i mean and i think that wasn't aggressive i think mm-hmm. sometimes we come in aggressive and that's not helpful mm-hmm. we come in and say like you shouldn't be calling and texting me one-on-one and, and it's like whoa well any attraction i did have to you like just kind of left <laughs> because yeah it's gone because you just like came at me and and they're looking for like okay when i have a wife is that how she's going to call me out for stuff is she going to be like attacking mm-hmm. me nonstop, or is she going to be able to gently and and respectfully come to me and be like hey babe this isn't who you are you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so I love that she modeled that not being aggressive and like the wording is really good I feel like the dynamic has shifted like that's a really yeah, I mean I actually should, don't know if she said that I just said okay, that you made that up listen yeah. y'all should put that in your back pocket <laughs> because that is really good that's a good way of saying like hey I feel like it's just humility to say like hey I could be totally off base that's good it just feels like something shifted and it'll help the guy realize like sometimes it's it's like helping them get to a place of realizing like, oh, my like, gosh, oh. I've been misleading mm-hmm. or I have not provided clarity instead of coming at them and saying you have a, you've been misleading and you haven't been providing clarity. It's like, exactly. oh, gosh. Yeah. Don't be crazy. I'm scared. <laughs> but I do. I think to your point. Yeah. If the guy does like her, he'll be like, 
okay, yeah, I kind of am operating in this middle ground right now. And I do need, it kind of puts your foot to the fire to be like, all right, I need to either ask this girl out or I need to like kind of step stop. Back. Yeah, yeah. Step back from like the one-on-one communication. Cause the, you're right. It's not, it's not wrong for a guy to like want to get to know a girl and to have that, you know, conversation and communication. It just has to be going somewhere. Yeah. And so, uh, but for the guy that is like not, that's not his end goal. Like he just wants to have friendships like that. That is a moment of like, Hey, I'm noticing that something's shifting. And it kind of puts him on the spot. Like, it really hey. does. And you know what? I think, okay, I'm going to say something real. Okay. I think one of the reasons we don't call guys out for that is like, because we're actually also scared that if we do, they're going to be like, actually, you're right. I don't like you. Mm-hmm. And we'd rather live in naivety thinking that they do and that this could go somewhere than actually draw a line and say, this is going to be painful to cut this off. But if it's not going anywhere, it's it's taking me further from my husband, you uh, know? Yep. And so I think there is something there that it's like, listen, you don't want to drag it on if this guy is not your husband. Like, you just don't want to. No, for sure. I think you're saying it. And honestly, I think even beyond that, it could just be the fear that, like, I don't want to make this weird. Yeah, that's true. Like, I don't want to change. I don't want to change what what's happening here. But if you're in a state of, like, hey, I don't know, like, if we continue to talk like this, my feelings could potentially grow and that yeah. just makes everything confusing. Yeah. So I think there's discernment in that and that's where you don't have to figure it out all yourself. I think if you have godly friends around you who are wise, yeah, I think maybe just like tell them some of the thoughts that you're having. That's good. And some of the interactions that you're seeing and maybe they'll tell you like, Hey, that's pretty normal. Like, you know, just to give you some perspective or maybe they're like, Hey, that's not normal. And like my friends don't FaceTime me every day. So yeah, they'll give you some perspective yeah. maybe on your nuanced situation. Cause everything is going to be very um, subjective to your friend group and who yeah. is around how, what your relationship is with them. Yeah. Um, or if they know him too. I remember mm-hmm. two scenarios of this one where a girl was like, I mean, head over heel. She was like on cloud nine, this guy had this really intentional conversation with me. I, this is amazing. And she's telling us all this. And I didn't do this the, the best way. But I just kind of told her, like, hey, he's just so you know, he's like that to everyone. My intentions were good. I didn't say it the right way. But, like, that way you know, okay, he's not m- trying to marry you. Like, he genuinely is like that to everyone. You know what I mean? Yes. And so that's his personality. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm, I, he should probably be a little bit more careful, but like, I want to help protect you in that. And then a different scenario was again, I'm, I'm not saying I called her out the right way. Like, and I yeah. wasn't trying to call her out. I just was like, I don't want to see you get even more hurt, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm saying that with humility and like, I, I should have had a different way to say that. You would probably say it. Great. Um, there was another scenario where I remember um, a guy that I dated and we had like kind of gone out as a group before mm-hmm. I knew that he liked me ah, or we liked thing. each other, the little group thing. <laughs> and I was kind of new to the friend group and he was being a little bit, I mean, he was being flirty with me mm-hmm. and very intentional. And I, I called one of the girls and I had started having feelings for him and I called one of the girls who knows him well. And I just asked her, hey, is he like this with everyone? Like, is this just his personality? And she was able to say, like, Laura, I've never seen him do this, you know? And then he asked me out shortly. He asked me out shortly after that, you know? But I needed that. That way I could guard my own heart and not think, hey, this guy likes me when he actually doesn't. Mm -hmm. Because it can be so confusing, you know what I mean? Uh, Especially when people drop signals. It's like... Um, there was another guy who is like really, really flirty with girls that he doesn't like. 
and mm-hmm. really respectful and careful with girls that he does, which is how I knew he liked me. And this is a totally different situation. This is a different guy. Um, but I remember all these girls coming up to me and saying, like, I think he likes me. And I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, I know for a fact he doesn't because the way that he treats me, and he ended up asking me out, but, like, yeah. the way that he treats me is way different. different. He treats you just like everyone else. You know what totally. I mean? Totally. Not saying it's right. I'm just saying, like, it's not always what it seems. Mm-hmm. It's confusing. It's confusing. It takes a lot of discernment and other people's point of view and perspective. And just knowing you might get hurt and, it's, and you're going to be okay. So let's talk about the whole friend group dynamic. Because one of the <laughs> things that was said um, when you asked the porch girlies and, and y'all talked about, like, some some hot takes. Yeah, there's a couple things when it comes to just, like, the friend group. Um, I think that there's a hot take when it comes to guys who opt to not date girls in the friend group. Because they don't want to rock the boat. This is a real thing. I've heard it from multiple people. Not everyone. I'm not going to blanket statement anyone. But I will say I've heard multiple times where guys are like, hey, I'm not even willing to go there and to to date girls within our friend group because it's just going to cause, like, drama if it doesn't work out. So they exclusively only date outside like people that they don't know like strangers dating apps whatever and it's discouraging to all the girls it's so discouraging because i'm like hey these are all godly women and you know them you get along well with them to be honest they'd probably be so much fun on a date regardless if you end up you know sticking with it but i'm like it's so discouraging for girls who are like man i finally have all these guy friends who i actually know they know me but yet they're not going to date any of us oh Here's what y'all need to know. I wish the guys could hear this and the girls. I don't know. Somehow you can tell them. I don't know. <laughs> but like you probably don't need to hang on to that friend group. You know what I mean? Because when you're married, things will shift. And so like, what do you want more in life? Do you want to be single and just have a friend group? Or do you want to be married? Because when you get married, your friendships with girls, honestly, they should never be to a level that like they need to change anyways. Um, Cause then you're crossing emotional boundaries that you don't need to cross. But like, why are you prioritizing that friend group over a potential godly woman? I don't know. That's my hot take. I mean, my hot, I might challenge you on that. Okay, do it. Just because like, I mean, I have a group of friends that I love to hang out with. And to be honest, it's funny how we want different things depending on what, like how we feel about the guy. If we're not attracted to the guy or we're not, we don't want to be asked out in the friend group, then we're totally fine. That's with so that. real. You know what I mean? That's I'm like, real. in fact, I hope that none of you guys ask me totally, out. <laughs> like, totally. I, like the girls can be just as guilty of this. of like, Hey, I'm not interested in any of these guys. These are my friend group. In fact, like it would be kind of cringy. And so I, I it, it happens in both ways. But if you're attracted to one of the I guys know, then and you like them, you're exactly then right. you're frustrated because you're like, well, how come these guys won't ask us out? Well, here's the thing. Okay, here's what I remember this. I remember when I did the Institute, uh, which is Watermark's basically like a seminary hands-on ministry program. We didn't know that they had told the guys that you can't ask out the girls in the Institute. So we're Wait, in really we're in this co-ed group and they've we've given the feedback and they've changed it since okay, then. I didn't know but that. like they were not allowed to ask us out and we didn't know that. And so we're getting really close with all these guys. We're going on trips together we're becoming really good friends and then we're seeing them ask girls out outside of our friend group and we're mm-hmm. like it made us be like what's wrong with us like yep. dude we want the same things we know you enjoy us you know what mm-hmm. i mean so are we not pretty enough like it just created a lot of insecurity and it turns yeah. out 
they were told they couldn't ask us out. That's crazy. <laughs> but I just remember being like, what's wrong with us? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so anyways, and then one of the guys ended up being like, I like this girl so much and I'm going to lose her. So I'm going to go and ask them if I can ask her out. And, and he did. Dude, so. I love that. I think the reality is there's always a risk whenever you're getting asked out, like for the guy mm-hmm. and, and for the girl too. But there's always a risk of um, like the friendship feeling different or the friend yeah, group having a different dynamic. And so you're always risking something in dating. Yeah. Like you truly are. And at that point you have to be willing to risk it. Like if you really do want to get married, then you have to be willing to risk, you know, a friendship group that's not going to last forever. That's really good. Cause it can yeah. feel hard to find. No, that's really good. Okay. Let's move on to some of the other ones. Cause that's good. <laughs> okay. I like the risk that wraps it up. Yep. Okay. This is like a little, this is kind of more of a hot topic for sure. Let's go. Um, so one of them is like, uh, seeing guys consistently ask out, like, let's say that they're a guy who's a strong, mature believer, been in the church serving and consistently asking out like baby believers, people who are very early on in their faith or or they just don't even know if they're a Christian. They uh, just ask them out because they, they're hot. And <sighs> for all the mature girls in the room who are like, I've been trying to like, you know, grow my faith. I feel like we're on the same page. And yet you're going after these girls who I feel like are not on the same page. Yeah. And yeah, that's not, again, like God is in control of everyone's like growth. But I think when it comes to dating, it can be frustrating to see guys who are like, you know, so mature yeah going for girls who are like just kind of figure, like figure it out totally. and, and i'm gonna give this and it's not going to be necessarily a solution but at least to help you call things out some of the reason they might be going for her is because it's scary for them to go for you and i don't mean to hide under a blanket of guys are intimidated by me mm-hmm. but if that's a reality like it, it is the reality for us cat like yeah. we are very sh- strong like i know what i believe mm-hmm. i know who i am like i know you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know the Bible. And so guys can feel inadequate. And, and to some point, I think they wonder, can I lead this girl? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And you know what? That might be valid. Like they might not be able to lead us. And then some of it might be insecurity. And to that, I would say pray for them. Because I used to see this a lot where I'm like, no, you actually can't. Like I look up to you as a leader. Mm-hmm. It looks different. You're more quiet or you're more, you know, you're more of a silent, strong type or whatever it is. But like, I respect your faith. I learn from you. I look up to you. You can lead me, but you are crumbling under the insecurity of I can't, you mm-hmm. know? And so I think that's a thing that we can actually just pray for them for. What do you think? Yeah, I think that we can pray for it. And then I also think just as girls, you can be thoughtful in the way that you respect the guys who are in your circles or what spheres. Do you mean by like, that? So let's say that there are guys that are mature and you want to be asked out by them. Um, I don't think that you need to be less of who you are. Like I don't need to walk around lowering my voice. Acting shy. Or acting shy. I don't need to be less of a leader. I don't need to do less things. Yeah. But I do think there's an element of like I can encourage my guy friends and elevate them in the way that I speak over them the way that I'm giving them responsibility the way that I'm asking them questions and wanting their feedback and like inviting them into it so they feel they don't feel like I'm trying to be inferior to them I'm not just like superior yeah I'm not trying to yeah superior I'm not trying to just say like oh I have the answers I know what I want you to do and Um, I don't need you yeah or this is what this is my opinion about you know how you're living your life just like honestly kind of running over them yeah if you have that type of personality yeah there's a way that you can like establish a 
almost like a respect. So that's so funny that you mentioned that because I, I remember it kind of being hard to respect guys my age. Mm-hmm. And then with Colby, I, I didn't need to try hard to respect him because I just did, yep. you know, and I had to wait for that, you know. And so there's that. But there is something like I also didn't know what it looks like to respect someone. I didn't know like the tangible. I'm like, how, what do you mean? How do you show respect towards someone? Mm-hmm. So what are some ways? Let's talk about them. Like one, you can ask them questions. You know what I mean? Yep. You can defer to them. Like you, you don't have to be a little house mouse, <laughs> but like you can defer to them when you might know an answer or something like that. Like for sure. I don't know. I think deferring to them, um, like, I, over the years of even serving at church, I feel like I typically have had some form of guy co-leader. Yep. And so there's been moments where I'm like, man, I feel like I know what needs to be done. I know what the need is and I know how to make decisions quickly. And definitely I could just like try to run the show myself and yet that wouldn't be honoring to them. There's yeah. an element of saying like, Hey, this is what I think. Like, what do you think? That's really good. Like, what do you ask, think? Like, what do you think about this? How do you think we should do it? And like, if they do come up with good ideas, highlighting that, like That's that is good. such a good idea. We should go with that. Even if you had the idea too, yep. you can affirm like, I was thinking the exact same thing. That's awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. And um, that's really good. That's a really good thing. Like asking, what do you think? Because I think I think some of us like more bold, big personalities like we mm-hmm. we trample on yep. accident. You know, we do. I also just think there has to be a culture of encouragement, a culture of like, I'm going to celebrate the things that I see you doing. And so I think that's been something for me, even over the past year, I've tried to be much better about good. of like anytime I have the opportunity to like encourage someone with what I see, be like, Hey, you come in here every single Tuesday night. You have never complained. You're always willing to go, you know, to be in the spot where no one wants to be. And you're constantly just like serving, like you're just calling out the things that you see. Yeah. What's really cool about that is I think a lot of times um, we come off as less attractive when our heart posture is constantly bashing guys. Mm -hmm. When we're constantly talking about like, I cannot believe he did that to you and I'm Mm -hmm. out on him or I cannot believe he did that to me and he's canceled and all this stuff. Instead of focusing on all the things that they're doing wrong, choosing to focus on the things they're doing right and to lift them up and celebrate them. like For sure. Think about this. What kind of kid grows from being told Everything they do is wrong. No one. You know what I mean? They grow from being encouraged in the things that they're doing right. And then it motivates them to do more things right. Yep. And I think this can also be, this is so important in like dating relationships, especially when relationships end. Yeah. And you're having the breakup. Yeah. I think that is a layup for girls to be able to encourage to be able to say, these are the things that you did so well. Like you, you communicated so clearly to me. You were so thoughtful in the places that you decided to take us on dates. I never wondered what you thought about me. Um, you asked good questions. You cared about what was happening in my life. Like there are things. And then even if you wanted to provide constructive criticism, you can do that. Yeah. And, but it's just a way to not leave guys feeling like, less than yeah that's that's or to really feel good. defeated or discouraged yeah so i think that there's a lot of ways that we can show respect to the guys who are in our life that's and that really makes good. you that actually i think makes you more available 100 percent. i think it makes you much more um just open to be able to for them to consider and it communicates to them like okay this isn't a girl that's gonna dominate me you know mm-hmm. what i mean um, this is a girl who, you know, will submit to my leadership in a way that's godly and kind. And I want to do a whole episode on submission, but Dude. because it yep. really is much more of a dance and, you know, we mm-hmm. are both strong girls and I'm in a healthy marriage and I, 
I love my marriage. You know what I mean? And <laughs> for sure. And anyway, so okay, let's keep rolling because I, I know there's some really good ones. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that was a good, I think that was good for us to highlight the encouragement piece here because yes, we are talking about frustrations that we have and there is definitely a space for us to talk about definitely. the things that are frustrating. But in the same breath, I want to make sure that we are also highlighting uh, one where we are also the problem yep. and two, just the needs for like encouragement. I think what we do with our frustration matters too. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like catch yourself, if you're just in a group where the, it feels unproductive and there's a wisdom piece to, okay, am I going to this girl who is going to get easily riled up? And I'm just telling her how frustrated I am with this guy in my life, knowing that she's going to be like, Oh, I hate him too. You know what I mean? And now we're we're never talking. It's so toxic. So you really have to be wise. You need to come to a girl that, you know, or or start with your journal, maybe start with Mm -hmm. God, like thrown before phone. I've heard said before, but like, Maybe get out some of that anger and frustration. Just just do it in a way that's healthy. You know? I, I could I could go off about this and what it looks like to respect guys, especially after either a breakup or if even, they've hurt you. Yeah, once, hurt you. once you've been hurt or even just someone does something to you that is hurtful. Yeah. The way that you honor people who are not in the room by not like ragging on them not having I mean we like to joke about how we have these debriefs, you know, like after a breakup or after we'll have like, all right, time for a debrief. And it's like it is not helpful to sit here and rag on all the things that you didn't like totally. about, you know, this guy that's not honoring to him and you wouldn't want anyone talking about you that way. Totally. And so it's just, that's one way that we can eliminate a toxic culture of like trying to like bash guys or, yeah. you know, just being able to pop off just because you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and then that changes your own heart too. Mm hmm. So yeah, that's really good. All right. Next, this is something that we talk about all the time. I feel like this question always comes up and it's whether or not girls should say yes to a first date. LOL. (laughs) There's, here's the context for that. There's this culture in our circles that's kind of like, basically you have to say yes to a first date. So that's where this question is coming from. And if he's godly. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about it. One, I think there can be an element of closed offness where you immediately say no because you're not attracted to him or you don't think you're going to have fun with him. And really, he's been reserved like he hasn't shown you fully who he is because he's intentionally held back out of respect for you, you know, out of respect for women in general. And so he's not coming with all of his charm. He's not offering everything. He's not offering everything. And, And girls, too. And it's like, okay. I think just know there there might be more than you think is there mm-hmm. and, and be open-minded. And I do know several, several, several girls who have said no immediately, like in their heart and in their head and somebody mm-hmm. challenged them and they're like, okay, I'll say yes. And then I'll say yes to a second date and, uh, and gone in and said, I'm going to break up with him on the third date. And now they're married, mm-hmm. you know, and happily married. And she's like, Oh my <laughs> gosh, he is the most hottest, like best thing ever. Colby and I never, never thought about each other that way. And I remember some of my friends being like, Colby is the best one. I was like, no, moving on. You know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, years later, I'm like, oh my gosh, he was the best one all along. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I think there's that. Yeah. Okay, now now share the pushback. Yeah, that's been well. I will say I will agree with that. That's been true for me too. Okay. As far as there's been. People oh yeah, we've that had we've had convos like yeah, this. Yeah, I for I have wow, many a times. All coming back, <laughs> all is. coming back to me now. <laughs> I'm forgetting how many conversations we've had. We have. I mean, we've been in it together. <laughs> we really, have. especially with this topic. On the back of my truck, you remember all those conversations <laughs> yes. we would have after that Bible study on the Dude, back of my truck. Me like, and Laura would stay up till like two in the morning on a school night a talking school about night. just school means work everything. but yeah, <laughs> yeah like work late night. into the night it was good though that was a refining conversations Ugh. um but i i have been that person that i'm like i initially would want to say no yeah but i'm gonna say yes because out of respect he's a godly guy and it took courage to ask me out and yeah. what is one date gonna hurt yeah to say yes to and so there are many times just I'm like wow I wouldn't have thought that would happen and it was great and I'm so glad that I did yeah and um so a lot of times I even do encourage people to go on the first date like what it's really not going to hurt you to do that and it at least gives them a chance to feel like you yeah you gave them a chance yeah but anyhow I would say that the flip side of that is that um I've also had recent examples where good girlfriends I have have had a guy ask her out and I mean, it's overwhelming. If there was a scale of one to 10, um, 10 being like, I would love to go out with you. One being, I, I absolutely know there's absolutely no it's question. A zero. It's a no for me. It's because yeah. there's a previous relationship there. Like she know she's seen what she needed to see. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Funny. Like, I know who you are. I know your personality. We spent time together. Like there's not much that is going to turn the ship around. And totally. so in full confidence, knowing their relationship, I was like, I support that. 100%. Like I actually think that you know what you need to know at this point and a date isn't going to like change those things. Yeah. Uh, and so I could support someone saying no on a yeah. first date. Then. No, I agree with in that. In a gracious way. Um, and so it's not like a one size fits all or there's like a black and white. Yeah, you need to say yes always. I just think that it's wise to err on the side of saying yes. And then there are going to be nuanced situations where you know a guy well hundred percent. that changes things. So there was, I used to do this in college. I used to say yes as like a way to go for being bold enough to ask me out. Cause it's hard for guys to mm-hmm. ask out. And, um, the problem was I knew I wasn't going to like the guys. I, I, I just didn't, I didn't like them. I knew I wasn't going to go anywhere. And, and then what happened was I was actually getting them more invested because I was really chill and fun on yep. the dates cause I didn't like them. And then they were more invested. And so it was actually a harder fall for me saying no from the get go. And mm-hmm. so I think there is something too with that. Like if you're a hundred percent sure and you're just like, this is a no. Okay. This, it's a no. Yep. You don't need to string them along. There's wisdom in that. And I think too, like life stage matters because even the older that I've gotten just over the years, I am more secure in who I am and I know what I want. And it's almost easier for me to identify that. So, it's easier for me to have a handle on like, okay, I kind of know what I want. I know what I'm looking for. And uh, so there's like a spectrum for me on like how I would wrestle through saying yes or no. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's just hard though. Cause I think that guys are very frustrated because everyone's always like guys ask girls out and they're like, well, the girls keep saying, saying no. no. I know it's so frustrating, but I think the other thing is too, is like ask somebody out that's in your league. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, uh, I mean, I think sometimes... That's a real hot take Listen, here, I'm saying it. I just said it. I didn't even caveat. Like, I just said it. I think sometimes guys be walking around like a solid... You think you're a 10 and you're a solid four and a half. 
and girls too like you're saying no to these guys because you think you're hot stuff like you think you're so much better than they are and you need a slice of humble pie because you're not that great so there's that yep i think maybe just being (laughs) being self-aware I mean, always a I, mean I just thing. said it like this is not Bible don't come at me but <laughs> okay let's move on to the next one because before I like don't be helpful to y'all yep all right so another one that um we were kind of joking about as girls is the fact that we can have guy friends that have so many beautiful godly women around like at their fingertips at any point could ask out and the girls would be ex- more than excited to go with them. Yeah. And then you find out that they make a hinge account. Yeah. It's similar to the other question that we had. I remember mm-hmm. asking the guys to like back to the Institute example. Um, another thing that they told us, cause I remember eventually we kind of asked them like, Hey, what's up? And then we learned like, Oh, they told us we couldn't. But then they also said, but you know what? Even if we could, I'll be honest, it's actually a lot um, less scary to ask out a girl from a different church mm-hmm. or someone from like another friend group because there's less pressure. Yeah. And for them, it was that they felt um, so much pressure from every angle. And, and girls, y'all need to know this and be patient with the guys. They really do. Like if they're godly and wanting to honor you, they feel so much pressure. And it's another thing that you're going to need to know in marriage. Like the guy feels so much pressure to lead, to, to provide, to support. And um, instead of tearing him down, you need to build him up. So, yeah, it's a good reminder. Anyways, like that was the thing. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but they're like, it's just they needed somebody to help them push the pressure relief valve. And instead the guys around them were just like calling them higher. Like you have one shot, you know, today to grow mm-hmm. in this circle and that's it. And like, you have to do it right or whatever. Yeah. And they were t- just terrified. I know. And I get that. I do get the pressure. And it honestly, it makes sense if I put myself in the guy's shoe of how it would be so much less stressful and less eyeballs on you. If you just asked out someone else that was n- just yeah. not associated with the people that, you know, I think it's just, it can be disheartening as a girl to be like okay we're all like we're trying to like grow in our faith like we're all there's so many godly girls yeah and yet then you see guys go on hinge and they're they're opting to use their time to hopefully like they're willing to like take the lottery on girls who they have no idea if they actually are a believer or not a believer yeah that's not chill and it's like that is discouraging. That's to not me. chill at all. That's hard. And that's, it's funny because sometimes, just to be honest, sometimes I can give more leniency to girls being on like dating apps just because they're not in control of being asked out or exactly, not. Exactly. If yeah. I had one of my girlfriends who hasn't been asked out on a date for three years and they're phenomenal, I'm like, man, I get it. Like, yeah. But then you're talking to the other side of your mouth because I'm like, man, for you guys though, it's hard for me to have as much, uh, like as much leniency because I'm like, you do have so many girls that you know that the you can be confident. in your hands too. Yes. It's like, you don't have to wonder. Yeah. You don't have to wonder anything. It's like not, it's like a shot in the dark whenever you're going elsewhere. So that was always just, one of my big questions. And I know we need to wrap up soon, but that was always one of my big questions. Like when, when girls were talking about dating apps um, and they see guys who are on them, my question is just like, okay, find out why they aren't asking out the guys in their circle mm-hmm. or the girls in their circle. I mean, sorry, they don't need to be asking out the guys. <laughs> like, why aren't they asking out girls in their circle? Is it because they don't have a church home and they're isolated? Okay, then that's a different issue. Is it because they've already um, left a wreckage of like carnage in their path where they've broken every girl's heart? Um, by like dating and dumping them or not treating them well. 
is it because they work crazy long hours and they don't yep. they serve in areas of the church that aren't co-ed like that feels honorable and different totally. you know what that's i mean that's different. just a very different situation than like oh this guy's just trying to find a new dating pool because he's tired of all the girls and yeah his. for sure and i've made that caveat with my guy friends too when we've talked about it i'm like dude i get it if you're working like you know 80 hours a week or for the person who's like on the road for their job yeah. or you know yeah. there are circumstances that absolutely make sense so all right we got to move on one last one this one is actually uh for the girls um i think sometimes in circles it can be easy for girls to see a cute guy that they think is so adorable they're hot they want to get to know them and you can like in a fun playful way be talking about that with your other girls saying like i like that guy i want to get to know him i hope he asked me on a date and you almost like come up with this narrative that you're sharing with other people before he ever even asks you out and it creates a very icy environment for all the other girls because he might not ask you out. He might ask out your best friend. And then and now, she has now there's drama. You. And yep. now there's drama. And guess yep. what? That 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 drama is not projected at him. That drama is projected on your friend. So it's don't call dibs. Yep. Do not call dibs. And girls do this all the time. We have a crush on somebody and we think he's mine. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. He is not your property. Even if you guys dated, (laughs) he is not your property. Mm -hmm. He is not yours. Like say it over and over to yourself. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so that way you can like protect your heart from getting so bent out of shape over something that it doesn't need to. Because um, that man does not belong to you unless he has put two rings on on your finger. Yep. Wait, you said something there. I want to go back to it. Okay. You said even after you dated. Okay, listen. What do you think about that? If you guys have dated and broken up, I fall on a... People think this is harsh. I think he's free game. Mm-hmm. I just do. I think he's free game. And I think um, if your best friend likes, I just think he's free game. And so I think if we truly had a biblical, godly perspective, I think we'd all feel that way. Now, I think there is wisdom to assessing the situation of, okay, um, is this going to completely destroy everyone around me and I don't care about that? Mm-hmm. That's that's different, you know? But wouldn't you think that would be the case most of the time? Because I think... Like, let's, let's play this out. If I dated a guy, I really liked him, and he broke up with me. Yeah. I was devastated. I'm working through it, healing. And then, let's say several months go by, he asks you out, Laura, because yeah. you're still single, hypothetically. Yeah. And you know that... Uh, that's going to crush me. You know that I'm going to be hurt by that. It's going to be hard. Yeah. And even if I say, hey, yeah, he is obviously he's on the market. He's free. I'm released. Like, of course, I'm going to say that that's factual. But will it hurt me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. This was a real life scenario. I wasn't thinking about it until just now you said that because this happened. Colby's ex-girlfriend. I had had conversations with her about Colby and I, again, Colby and I didn't like each other. There was nothing there. And um, when, you know, they had broken up, lots of time had passed. My boyfriend and I had broken up, lots of time had passed. And then Colby, you know, Colby asks me out. So what I do in that scenario, because my friend told me to do this, like she, we were talking about how to honor um, Colby's ex-girlfriend. I was like, I called her and I said, hey, This is a really hard and weird thing to say, but I wanted to let you know out of respect for you, Colby and I are going to start dating and 
I know that you guys have a history and I just, I think so highly of you. I respect you. And I wanted you to hear it from me first. I wanted to give you a heads up that way you're not hearing it from someone else. And so that wasn't me calling and asking her, Hey, can I date Colby? Because again, Colby isn't hers, but it was me showing deference to her. Mm -hmm. It was me showing like, I respect you as a person. And to this day, like she has told me multiple times, thank you so much for doing that. Like I have so much respect for you for doing that. And I think it helped her. Obviously it was hard and you know, she unfollowed me on social and things like that. Cause like, you don't want to see that. I didn't blame her for that. Like I wouldn't either, but she also like, we have this mutual respect to where it's like, okay, um, I've still talked to her since then, you know, mm-hmm. a few times and she has communicated so many times. Like I respect you for that. And I'm really, really grateful because I think it helped her in the healing process of moving on, mm-hmm. um, fight some of the thoughts in her head of like, I'm so mad at this girl. I'm so mad that he's moved on. How could he, you know, he couldn't figure these things out with me, but he could figure out with her. I think it just helped her a little bit. So I yeah. think, I think there is a way if you're that girl that you can just honor and not be like, girl he isn't yours you know what I mean (laughs) yeah so like don't be don't have a tood you know totally I think that there's things that we can do that create an environment of freedom and dating and uh there are things that we can do to make things toxic unnecessarily exactly okay so let's do let's play this other situation out you and I were part of a friend group like I dated a guy who we brought I I brought you into that friend group Mm -hmm. and we were like you know, it was so much fun. Like they were so fun to hang out with. And after we broke up, it's like, okay, I'm not going to hang out with that friend group anymore. But like, would it be right for me to look at you and say, Kat, you can't hang out with that friend group anymore. I think a lot of girls do that. And I intentionally was like, no, like I, I'm not going to be mad if you hang out with him. I'm not even going to be mad if you date him. Like truly, you know what I mean? You actually asked me that one time. You're like, would you date him? I'm like, Laura. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. I think I, I I do think like for whatever reason, I do feel like God has given, um, by God's grace, like he's given me a perspective on this that I think a lot of times we don't have. I don't Mm -hmm. claim that over very many things at all in life. But I have truly, I think I have prayed a ton over guys who've rejected me and prayed favor over them in their next relationship. I have, um, and because you know me, my breakups hurt Mm -hmm. a lot. You know what I mean? And there is a sense of satisfaction and sin that I get out of, you know, wanting to succeed before them and that kind of thing. I'm not saying like it doesn't hurt and that there isn't pain and there isn't gunk like just that that I have to work through in my own heart you know the like oh when they get engaged or they get whatever it still hurts you know Mm -hmm. what I mean um but I think um I think it is by God's grace that he's allowed me and can allow you guys to not be territorial and mm-hmm. to really support your friend. I've been on both ends of it. I've Gosh, been the one so real. I've been the one getting the guy and I've been the one losing the guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's a reason that, um, in our church, there's a guy who is married to a girl. Uh, this is actually multiple situations where he's dated different girls in the community group, mm-hmm. three different girls. One of them, he dated wow. three different girls in the community okay, group. That's deep. <laughs> and guess what? The girls are all fine with each other. You know what I mean? Wow. And it's, I'm not saying that they're so holy that they didn't have hurts and things mm-hmm. like that, but they, they held their hands up and released that to God and say, God, if, if you're turning his heart away from me or turning my heart away from him, or even if you're not turning my heart away from him, but you're turning his away from me, 
there's a reason for that. And mm-hmm. you really have good for me. I think it takes a really strong faith that th- that is attainable to all mm-hmm. of you. You know what I mean? Where you don't have to be territorial. You don't have to come at a girl. And, manipulate and, like, and yeah. And, and I think the other thing is this too. Like there have been times in my life where I haven't done a service to my girlfriends because I've claimed a guy for them like oh you should date this guy yes and then that guy ended up asking me out yep and that was really hurtful because for months I was I didn't like him you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I was like oh you guys would be perfect together and so I didn't realize I'm feeding into an issue of that's gonna really hurt her yep we've actually (sighs) I mean I live with five girls and we have actually had this exact conversation where we're like hey because we're girls it can be fun to like be hypothetical like oh my gosh you'd be so great with him totally or, like y'all look like you're hitting it off or you know just have that girl talk but in reality it can actually be really hurtful on the yeah. flip side of that because you can be getting someone's hopes up and only for them to end up asking out either you or someone else and so i'm not saying that you shouldn't have girl talk i'm saying that we shouldn't instill things before that they're reality totally because you're setting yourself up for th- people to be um hurt yeah, not you're not helping her guard her heart of like, okay, now she's already planning her wedding. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because she's battling it herself, trying not to obsess over it and think about it. And now all her girlfriends are obsessing over and thinking about it with her. And you're about to be devastated when he asks somebody else out. Or, totally. you know, you think that's there's no option. Like, he definitely likes you. Like, no, you don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, honestly, you do not know. And if this past year has taught me anything, I mean, I think we all threw our hands up in the air at one point and we're like, anything that we thought was that was happening the exact opposite actually happened like it was actually so comical and it really it really reminded me of this truth of like man we really have no idea what god's plan is in this and whenever we try to start like claiming guys or getting over excited like letting your heart get ahead of itself before reality yeah it just causes unnecessary like drama and stir that honestly doesn't honor god no totally I, i'm gonna say this from a place of a girl who like i've had so many breakups with guys I never dated like I've had <laughs> at my bachelorette party do you remember this <laughs> yeah I do <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say when it was like they were asking these questions that were so fun funny and one of them was so specific one of them was like raise your hand if you've held Laura's hand while she's in a bubble bath crying over a guy <laughs> Yes. And I look around and the entire room of like 20 <laughs> girls raises their hands. <laughs> it was oh, like, Laura, how many breakups have you had? I know, seriously. Listen, I've had a lot of breakups with guys I didn't date. I'm telling you, because I would have these crushes and yeah. I am just, I'm like an all or nothing person. You are a I, I just, I, I love strong. You know what I mean? If you're in my corner, like I have you for life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it doesn't matter what you do. And I'm kind of that person. I'm, I'm just all or nothing. Yep. And yeah. And anyway, so... I'm saying that from that place, like I've been that girl. And then also, if you guys remember Leslie, she would, she tells the story. So it's okay that I do because she, she's going to laugh at this when she hears it. But she, um, she talks about how one time she was, um, you know, talking about this guy that she liked and she was so like giddy and she had <laughs> just started following Jesus. And I mean, I'm telling and I looked at her, and I said, Leslie, you're on cloud nine. You need to bring it down to cloud one. <laughs> And she was like, that was really helpful for her because yeah. it, because then it helped her to zoom out. And it's like, yeah, she didn't marry that guy. Not to be negative or to say that it couldn't work out, but just like, be careful. Don't give mm-hmm. this guy everything in, in your emotional um, tank. Emotional bank. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
um, before he's ever asked you out, mm-hmm. you know, and he's married to a different girl now and she's married <laughs> to a different guy. And so anyway, she talks about that and she's used it as examples. But Yep. And a lot of this is like maturity. Yeah. A lot of yeah. this is like not holding things so tightly and so closely. And to be honest, if you are walking with a high trust in God's plan for your life, you're going to feel your, your, your grip is going to be a lot looser on, you know, the specifics of who you want to like and who you, who you want to have asked out or yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. And so if you, if you, if you feel tension within your friend group or with girls, it's because you're caring a little bit too much about that. Yeah. And it's so hard. It's it is hard, so hard. And you get really hurt when it's like, you want to be asked out. It's okay to desire totally. marriage. It's, it's uh, okay. I want to keep talking about this because there's so many things, but uh, we do need to wrap up y'all. It is really, really hard. And mm-hmm. emotions are really good. Don't shut them off. Like don't shut them out. It's okay to have a crush on a guy. It's okay to be interested. Just also like kind of level that out knowing mm-hmm. that God has good plans for you. And that he really is good and kind and, you can pray for that guy, but also guard your speech. You know, mm-hmm. it might you a takeaway for you might need to be that you go to your girlfriends and you say the next time we hang out, we're not going to actually talk about the guys that we like. Yep. That's and, good. and guess what? This happened to me. A girl and I did that because we realized all of our conversations were that. Mm-hmm. And the next time we got our nails done was so awkward because our entire <laughs> friendship was Dang. built on that. It was built on like, oh, you like him. I like him. Yep. You know what I mean? And let's talk about all these things. Oh, and he did this and he looked at me this way. And then our hands grazed. Oh my gosh. And we're, we're walking through every detail. And mm-hmm. so um, when we stopped doing that, it was really awkward. And then we just looked at each other and said, you know what? This is awkward, but that's okay because I think we honored God. And so then we kind of got to rebuild our friendship on something else. So yeah. th- your takeaway might be to change the way that you're speaking absolutely to guard your heart you know if you're the one bashing guys change the way that you're speaking um one takeaway for us cat from you man I, I love how this podcast is all about like call her holy mm-hmm. like the goal in this is holiness and so um i i think you'd be amiss if everyone just heard like frustrations or heard like do's and don'ts about um how to live your life whether that's you know body modification or how to specifically date or don't date there's ways that we can do that that honors the lord but more than anything like the bible says that our heart is deceitful above all else yeah and who like who can know and so the reality is i'm like our our heart posture and our motive to desire to honor God in everything that we do. If that is our heart's desire, that's going to show up in the way that you treat your body. That's going to show up in your friendships. It's going to show up in the way that you date. Like the more that your heart, your heart's goal is to glorify God, to love him and to love the people around you. This will manifest in all those areas and you're not going to get it right all the time, but people will see Jesus in you. Oh, I love it. That is a great note to end on. If y'all have questions for Kat or for, for us, um, DM us at Caller Holy. I know she'd love to connect with you. We'd love to connect with you. We love you so very much. And we will see you next time. Don't wanna-